Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Warcom in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives and catch up on what's happening with their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have him back as Andy Jagpal. He's CEO of Bougainville Ventures, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol BOG. Now, for those of you who are new to the story, that's going to be a lot of you because the company just went public last year towards the latter half. Uh, the company basically provides cannabis infrastructure, this seed to sale services to specific kind of tenant growers that are leasing greenhouse facilities. Uh, so they're essentially giving a fully built turnkey solution. On top of that, some ancillary services related to processing, expertise, sales and marketing. Uh, more than just lip service, they've already got their first 10,000 square foot uh, production facility ready to go in Washington State. We're gonna talk about that. Andy, welcome back. Yeah, thank you, George. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, glad to have you back. Let's, before we get into some of the great things you've done lately, Give us, uh, I mean, I gave kind of the, 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 the real basic overview. Maybe give us a little more on your business model because it is very unique in the space because people are either growing or they're producing CBD. Yeah. You're, you're going a little different. Tell us what makes you unique on that. Yeah, well, we're, like you said, we're a seed to sale uh, service provider. So we, in Oroville right now, we have the 10,000 square foot green, greenhouse space and our tenant uh, is uh, he's a tier three license, I-502 license holder. Uh, he's about to move in, uh, and uh, he should be growing by June. So um, what, we're, what our goal is, is to make sure that our tenants and anyone that works with us have the ability to uh, grow, and then we grow along with them as well. And are you participating with them in the growth, you know, in the profits that come from growing uh, the product, or are you just on the on the leasing well, the facilities and the, and the services? Yeah, well, we're we're yeah. So we are making money on the services, uh, and we're providing lots of services. But then also we we do intend to expand and go into the processing, and uh, and start making money from the processing as well. All right. Now you you said something there. I five hundred two that a lot of viewers out there probably haven't heard of before. Yeah. That, uh, what's an I five hundred two, and more importantly. That, that kind of indicates you're more of an American company right now, as opposed to a lot of these uh, you know, cross-border, mm -hmm. purely Canadian. Yeah, companies. that's right. So, so our first project was the Orville project, and that was targeted towards I-502 license holders. Uh, um, now, what what happened in uh, in uh, Washington State was a lot of these licenses were issued, but the people that got the licenses were unable to uh, 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 to to follow through and actually start growing the marijuana. Right. So we, that's how we got involved. We stepped in and where we're providing all the services that they would need to grow, uh, grow the marijuana or cannabis. And, and, uh, and now we're taking it a step further where we're going to be setting up processing facilities as well. Now, um, you're not gearing this up for math. It sounds like from these I-502 designation, are these smaller growers? Are you going after more of a niche market? Or you could, or could you potentially provide greenhouse, you know, two hundred. Yeah. So, so the yeah, the I five hundred two license. So there's three tiers. So the smaller tier is about two thousand square feet. 
uh, uh, the tier two is 10,000 square feet and the tier three is 30,000 square feet. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're, we're our original, our current tenant is 30,000 square feet. Are you anticipating that market to grow substantially? Is that why? Because there isn't anybody else out there, at least on the public side and within the public listed markets that have heard of doing this. So obviously you guys see an opportunity here. What, what's that opportunity look like over the next five years? Uh, yeah, we do. We do see a big opportunity here. We, we'd like to build our campus out completely and have a, at least eight licenses going on that property. Now, you've talked about this uh, this, or, this the Orville campus, which is in Washington State. Mm -hmm. uh, that's ten thousand square feet. Tenant moving in uh, in June, and they're going to expand that by another another twenty thousand square yeah. feet. Um, yeah. No. What what is that what does that tenants economics look like as far as uh, being able to make money and making sure that you guys get uh, okay. your share of all that? Yeah, so so right now so we're we're we're, uh, we're the tenant is paying us a rent uh, for the facility itself. So currently he's got ten thousand uh, under canopy, and then he's going to be growing it up up to another twenty thousand outside. Uh, uh, then we're going to be what we do is we will be charging him for all our services, including water. Uh, we have a master grower on site, um, you know, uh, pots, soil, you name it. We, we, we provide everything for them. You guys are going to be focusing in the U.S. Northwest for now, kind of keep it geographically tight, or could you possibly expand this right across? We can expand this model out. We have got inquiries from California as well, but, but we haven't uh, uh, acted on those yet. Now, Andy, you guys put out a really interesting press release also that isn't quite right in your wheelhouse there, and I'm going to read it. You guys signed an LOI with Mountain Mellow to acquire 25% interest in up to five stores in Alberta. So that not only you go into a different business line, it sounds like you're also going into Canada. What's that business line all about? So yeah, so we're expanding into Canada now, and our first uh, foyer in Canada is going to be the retail locations, and so that that falls into our original plan of seed uh, seed to sale. And uh, the Mountain Mellow locations will be used to sell the products that we'll be producing in Canada. Oh, so this could be like a vertically integrated solution here. That's, where... that's correct. Yes. Interesting. All right. What does that look like, that LOI? When do you expect those five? Are those five stores operating right now or are they going to be operating in the future? What's the status of those? No, uh, the, the, the fellows at Mountain Mellow, the, the Mellow, sorry, they're, they're, uh, they got two locations located currently. Uh, okay. As soon as they get their licensing uh, completed, they'll be opening those locations up, and then they have another three locations identified. All right. So, did, do you guys think that if these five stores are successful, you'll look to duplicate that business model in other provinces? That, that's right. So we'll be look, looking at locations in BC, uh, Ontario. We'll be we'll be trying to go across Canada with that. That. Uh, devil's advocate. What's the advantage there for Mountain Mellow? Like, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. Wouldn't it almost be in their best interest to be taking product from anybody and everybody just to have the variation of product and pricing or is there a, or is there a synergy to actually having you guys providing much of the product for them? Yeah, we, we feel there is a synergy there. We, you know, we'd like to provide as much product as possible to the stores, but you know what, if, if they can get products from other locations or other, other sources, we don't have any issues with that, but we would like to have our, our products in the stores and, and uh, portrayed right in the front. You're also kind of making some headway into hemp in Oregon where you're close to uh, finalizing a definitive agreement. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody what you're doing there and wh why hemp. Yeah, so uh, hemp was legalized out in the uh, United States uh, this the, uh, last January, I believe. Uh, so now that hemp is legal, we can produce any product we want from there. We're focusing on CBD. 
uh, at our look at the we would be focused sorry we would be focusing on the CBD at our location in Oregon so we're very close to finalizing that deal uh, it is 10 acres of a very high uh, percentage CBD hemp and uh, there is already a product ready to process so we'll be acquiring that product as well um, and then we've already started planting for this current season there so we'll be acquiring this hopefully within the next uh, you know within this quarter we'll be acquiring that project and uh, and then we'll be at that point we'll be putting up our own processing plant there as well. So there's no partner there. This isn't uh, one one of these uh, facilities that you're renting out a turnkey solution. This is all. No, no. Uh, this this will company. be a, yeah. This will be actually acquiring a percentage in the business itself. Um, any chance that you guys are biting off more than you can chew? Because the retail locations in Alberta are fantastic. The hemp in mm -hmm. Oregon is fantastic. You guys think you got that all under control? Yeah, no, we have it all under control. We have management in place, and uh, we have a management for the Oregon farm. We'll have management for the for the stores in Alberta, and uh, uh, and and obviously we have management in place right now in uh, in Oroville as well. Yeah, one small hiccup in the past few months. Nothing really to do with you guys, but we should talk about it because it's the eight hundred pound elephant in the room, and mm -hmm. that's a gene bank deal uh, yeah. where the BCSC had to get involved there. Uh, again, not related to you guys, but you want to shed some light on that and kind of turn the page? And uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we cooperated fully with uh, BC Securities. Uh, um, we, we have no issues now. Uh, and uh, what we've done is we did reverse the gene bank deal. Uh, we put 18.5 million shares back into the treasury. Well, and I guess that I guess that speaks for itself without saying much more. That's right. Yeah, no that We've reduced our, our outstanding share capital quite, quite, quite considerably. And so that's pretty much, you know, as far as the regulatory side, all done, companies moving ahead forward. Without yeah, we, we, yeah, we've decided, yeah, we've decided to move ahead now. And that's why we have all these deals. We haven't, we were working on all these deals previously. And now we've, now we're starting to announce all the, everything that we're, we're, we've been working on. All right. So in that, in that vein, then last, last question to you is what is the future? What does the rest of 2019 look like to Bougainville? Because you're right, you're, you were kind of uh, in a quiet period there for obvious reasons with the gene pack deal, gene bank deal, where you're getting it reversed. And then ever since then, you've come out pretty fast and furious, which is which is awesome. Mm -hmm. What does the rest of 2019 look like for the company? Yeah, it looks it looks really really good. Uh, we got several more deals deals that we're working on. Uh, we're going to be finishing up the Oregon deal. We're going to uh, hopefully we'll be setting up the processing plant there this year as well. And uh, um, and then we'll be working with Mountain Mellow. Uh, for to expand their their locations, so I think uh, in Oroville we have the tenant there ready to grow in June. So everything looks really really uh, good for us uh, this up to the end of the year. Well, Andy, congratulations to you and the team uh, for getting through this uh, little bump here unscathed. Uh, did the right thing, canceled the deal, reversed uh, reverse canceled those shares, and on top of that, you know this expansion to Canada to do your turnkey solution, but a vertically integrated one. And uh, and what you're doing in uh, in the Oregon there with the empty, it looks like it looks like great things are going on, and yeah. you're back on track. Yeah, yeah, we're back on track for sure now. All right, well, thanks for joining hey, us. Great. Thank that. you, George. Yeah, thanks for joining us and providing that quick update, Andy. That was great. Looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to pull off for the rest of 2019 now, because a lot of people at home might not know it, but you got a pretty experienced team there. You you guys have been in this space for a while with some great success. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to watching what you guys are going to do. Okay, great. Great. Thank you, George. You've been watching Andy Jagpow. He's CEO at Bougainville Ventures. The company trades on the CSE under the stock symbol BOG. You've heard and you've watched Andy uh, in this interview. 
Now get to Agoracom to do your due diligence, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, get to the profile page, watch the last interview we did, take a look at the most recent press releases, and when you have questions, post those questions, Andy and the team, make sure you get your answers. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great day. See you next time.